and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hello, friends. I thought it might be fun to take you guys on a garden tour today because we're still in the middle of trying to get everything planted. It's been very busy, very kind of um, tiring, but really joyful and wonderful too. But I, uh, I thought this might be a nice little break if you need one. I was just talking to one of my dearest friends the other day and we were talking about all the existential things that are going on right now and um you know I think that a lot of us have really heavy hearts right now and as we look around us there's so much fear and so much sorrow and so much suffering and you know I want to take a moment to acknowledge that and then to share this little space of joy that we've we've co-created here And, you know, as I look around this garden, it really feels hopeful to me in a way that not much else does at times, because in working with the nature spirits and co-creating in this way, it feels like we are grounding healing energy here through into 3D, and it's a lovely thing. And so hopefully, if you need something to lift your heart, Hopefully this little tour of our garden will do the trick. I hope the sound quality is okay um, being outside. You know, sometimes there's background noise. Some of it's lovely, like these chirpings and things that are going on around and sometimes like really loud trucks drive by. So forgive me if that happens. So I'm going to start this tour by the dome. And the dome has finally come together in all the ways. There are plants in there. There's a little waterfall in the pond in there. It's very exciting. And it's going to be just so nice to see how um, how the plants grow and everything like that. But just outside the dome, <laughs> we have what we call the pond behind compost. It's pretty dry right now because it is very, very dry here. All of our grass is... Um, not grass it's just dead but uh you know we just haven't had any rain in a long time so it will come back but um pond behind compost is actually just this indentation where I always thought it would be a nice pond but we ended up putting a tarp down because we have this very invasive weed called Japanese knotweed and it's so invasive that you can't like You can't throw it away. You can't take it off your property. It's illegal to take any cuttings of it off your property because it can spread. Even just one little half-inch piece can spread a new plant, and then you can't get rid of it. So what we are doing uh, in hopes of controlling it is we're cutting all the pieces. We're cutting all the plants down, but you have to put them on a tarp to dry them out, and then you have to burn the dried-up pieces. But you can't burn the pieces that are alive because they'll spread because they are from a volcanic region and can survive pretty much anything. So we have this tarp down and it filled up with water right where we thought it would be the perfect place for a pond. So we are going to put a little proper pond, not just a tarp, but it's not the most attractive pond right now. However, 
it brings us a lot of joy just to see it. And then right by Pond Behind Compost, there are the baby apple trees that we planted last year. And one of these baby apple trees, bless her, is growing. One, two, three, uh, four apples. And she's growing them from a piece that almost broke off last year. It's like mostly broken. And I was instructed by her not to cut it off. And now I know why, because she wanted to grow apples from that piece. So we will see how far they get. And then we have these two other baby apple trees that are just really thriving, really thriving. And all along the back here, we planted native plants, which is really exciting because I was thinking that these baby apple trees, and actually we have two baby cherry trees back here too that we planted last year. And one of them is trying to grow one cherry. We have one cherry on this tree. It is so cute and I love it so much. Um, but I thought about, you know, creating a really nice environment for this little orchard back here. And so we have a wonderful native plant nursery nearby. It's just a few miles up the road. Just really, really nice people who are very, very passionate about providing access to native plants. And so we bought a bunch of native plants and planted them back here along this fence. And they are really thriving. It is so exciting to see them. And then mom just planted a whole row of sunflowers behind them. So that's going to be so pretty. And we have our eggplants and our... Um, Bro no, not broccoli. Broccoli's on the other side, but cauliflower and cabbage planted here as well. And um, one of the things that I like to do is create little sanctuaries for the caterpillars that eat our plants, like um, the hornworms who eat our tomatoes or the cabbage moth caterpillars who eat our brassicas. So um, this year... I'm so excited because we have a bunch of Brussels sprouts that we never really harvested last year and they just kept growing through the winter and now they're like probably about four or five feet tall. They're in bloom. They're just crazy looking but kind of gorgeous and so we can move all the little cabbage moth caterpillars over to the old last year's Brussels sprouts. They can eat as much as they want. They can turn into cute little butterflies and I don't have to worry about it them ruining our cabbage so um that's that's fun and so we have a whole bunch of potatoes also growing back here that we um must have missed last year when we harvested the potatoes and some sweet potatoes that we've planted slips of and we're hoping because we're having very strange weather um that it's going to be warm enough for them and this whole this, I'm in the sun garden part of the garden. I think I told you about that a couple weeks ago, uh, how it came to be. But the sun garden, the whole edge of it has little lavenders that I grew from seed. And I was just so, so thrilled that these lavenders all grew. I forget how many there are, probably about 50 or so. And the first year I tried to grow lavender, it didn't work at all. <laughs> And then the next year, a whole bunch grew. And so it was really nice. And I just, every time I see them, I'm just so grateful to them for growing because in not growing the first year, I have a real appreciation for them 
and how they've come along and that they grew for me and that they are really just so cute. They're so cute. They're not bushy yet. Some of them are getting bigger. Some of them are in their third year and some of them are in their second year. And so the front, now I'm at the front of the dome. Actually, I'm still a little bit on the side where mom just planted a whole bunch of popcorn. And last year, all our popcorn that we tried to grow got eaten by birds and rabbits, probably squirrels. And so she planted them under these wire mesh waste baskets. And so there's just a whole row of cute little uh, wire mesh upside down waste baskets. Um, it's really really cute. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe you wouldn't find it cute, but we really think it looks tidy and adorable. So we also have a whole bunch of peonies. And I love peonies because at my Aunt Jenny's house, there are these old, old peony bushes. And they just remind me of my Aunt Jenny and my Aunt Judy, who once upon a time, like a hundred years ago, did all these flowers for my wedding <laughs> and my wedding was full of peonies and it was a wonderful day the marriage didn't work out but the wedding was just this amazing day where my family threw the best party ever it was beautiful and so every year I think about them and these peonies when these peonies are blooming so when we built this garden we knew we had to have a lot of peonies and hydrangeas the whole front is all like a row of hydrangeas and then we also planted at the entryway of the garden, these cute little tamarack trees, which are also native and we also got from the native plant nursery. They look like the cutest little fairy trees. They're adorable. And I think that, um, I, I don't know, they're just the cutest little trees. I never knew about tamarack trees before. And now they're just one of my favorite parts of the garden. And so now I'm walking along and we have some tomatoes out here and some marshmallow plants and these I'm back over to the Brussels sprouts which is now the cabbage moth sanctuary and our peppers so that's the that's the trip around the dome and maybe I'll leave off there for now and next week I'll take you on a tour of the other side of the garden which is where we uh, originally started back when I moved in here um, 14 years ago. So uh, this, this sun garden and dome garden we just added in. This is our third year planting over here. And the dome was added last year and just completed. So I hope that you have enjoyed this little tour. I hope the birds singing in the background has been lovely. And um, I'll post a little video on Instagram too showing you guys all this. If you're interested in checking that out, you can come find me on Instagram. And as always, you know, if you, to, to go back to where we started, if you're finding yourself with a really heavy heart or, you know, really wanting to um, get some help with clarity or guidance around what you can do, how you can, wh what's next for you, you know, I just want to say that I do have my books open for readings. So if you'd like, you can uh, go onto the website, which is www.thedavicconnection.com and um, yeah check out check out what I have on there about readings and if it feels like something you might like to to do get in contact so I hope that you all have a great week and I'll chat with you soon